Welcome to episode 255 of Manage the Wild. I'm your host, Nick Madsen. Today we're going to be talking about e-bikes, something I know absolutely nothing about, but some something that has thoroughly entertained me. I was watching a video earlier today when I, about a guy, he was riding his e-bike up a trail, and another guy coming down on a mountain bike stopped him, took off his helmet, and a scuffle ensued. And they were upset that this guy was on his e-bike going up the trail that was meant for mountain bikers, which his, to me, looked like a mountain bike. And they started to fight it out, and the e-biker lost because there was two of the mountain bikers. Then the video cuts away, and it shows the e-biker in uh, the parking lot, and a Forest Service ranger was there riding him a ticket. And I've known about this for a while. Uh, the Forest Service really had to come out last year, and it, probably even even the year before. So 2021, 2022, I've heard a lot of things about it, about how they're enforcing and they're pushing to shut down e-bikes going on trails that uh, they're not allowed to. So e-bikes, um, definitely class two, class three e-bikes are the type of e-bikes that don't require any pedaling. Uh, they just have a motor that would propel them. So you don't have to pedal. Class one bikes are, they have a motor, but only assists when the person is pedaling. Class two and three are definitely not allowed on trails uh, that are generally meant for hiking and biking. Because they have a motor and they are self-propelled, they are considered a uh, motorized vehicle, and so they're not allowed on trails. I started going into it because, honestly, I could care less about this subject. Um, oh, I don't know. It's been, a, it's been I guess, during, in the, early in the fall. I was on a trail, and I hadn't seen anybody all day long. And I just went off the trail, oh, probably three or four feet, sat down, started eating lunch, took off my shoes, and was just laying there, dead quiet, and just almost falling asleep. And all of a sudden, these motorcycles come flying around the bend, and they slam on the brakes, and their engines are revved, and they're rah, rah, rah. And the guy pulls off his helmet, and he asks if I was injured, because I looked like I was dying. And I said, no, no, sir, I'm just fat. I need some rest. And he said, have a great day. And I yell, you have a great day, too. And they took off. And some people would find that really irritating because the bikes were loud and obnoxious. And honestly, if I was in the middle of a hunt, I probably would be annoyed too. But at that moment, I had no cares. And I didn't care that those people were there. I think this is where some of that issue comes from, is e-bikes are changing and altering the way people can have their experience. So somebody who's on hiking is going to be affected by somebody who's on horses or biking. And somebody who's on a mountain bike is going to be affected by somebody who's on a horse or somebody who is hiking or uh, somebody's on a motorcycle. And I think the the biggest issue is just the way we view how we want something to be. So when I was doing this research, a lot of the things that they were looking into on, on 
why e-bikes are not allowed is there's a whole bunch of things, but I think really it goes into everybody wants, everybody has a preference of what they want to see on that trail. And if you're a mountain biker and you're pedaling your guts out to get up to a mountain peak, and then you see somebody like myself, 250, just press a button and I get there the same way. I don't think people like that. So here are some of the impacts. E-bikes, uh, because they have a motor, they can increase the speed, but because they have a motor, they can increase erosion. You're like, what? How is that possible? The weight difference in the bikes, uh, there's quite a bit of difference in the weight. And the more weight something has, the more of an impact it has, whether it's turning or going from a stop to, uh, to full run position. Uh, there's going to be impacts. And so heavier bikes tend to have more effects on erosion. Also, the other thing that I looked into erosion is erosion is possible because now more people are accessing that trail uh, because they allow e-bikes. And so you're just going to have more use of those things. Safety is a, another one that was often talked about. Uh, hikers, mountain bikers, people with horses, they talked about the reason why they don't want motor vehicles on there is because safety concerns. And so that was one of the number one cited issues is their safety concerns when you have a motorized vehicle coming around the corner at a high rate of speed, then uh, especially with the equestrian or the horse people. Uh, there's definitely some concerns there. To me, I don't know. Uh, I've seen mountain bikers. I've got the trail that I was on when I saw the motorcycles. I've seen mountain bikers on it going fast. I mean, the way they come around and they zip back and forth, they're just booking it. So again, uh, I don't know. I, I, I really don't have a bone to pick with this issue. Uh, I just thought it was something that was very interesting. And I think, again, it comes down to preferences. But there is some safety issues there that people are concerned about. Trail maintenance, again, it comes down to uh, higher speeds. Uh, these motorized vehicles, motorized bikes, uh, e-bikes, they travel faster than some, uh, especially going uphill. So you have higher speeds. They weigh more. There's going to be more maintenance required. Uh, and then uh, e-bike trails, there's only so many, and there's getting to be more and more people who are buying e-bikes, and so they are accessing those trails more and more. Uh, you're definitely going to have a different impact versus a hiking trail and a mountain bike and an e-bike and a motorized and an equestrian Uh Hiking trails and and horse trails or equestrian trails, uh, there's quite a, there's quite a bit less impact than these others, from my viewpoint. Uh, impact as far as the trail. Now hiking, uh, I've seen uh, people like to go to the bathroom wherever they feel like it. Candy bar wrappers don't need to be thrown away. You can throw those on the ground, which is unfortunate. So I'm not talking about uh, the overall just trash that people leave around, but the trail itself and the work that is required. And then uh, they say there's an impact to wildlife. That one's interesting to me because the e-bikes are quiet. Uh, it's not like your Toyotas, uh, when they're backing up, they whistle or whatever. Uh, e-bikes are quiet, just like a normal bike. 
disturbing? Um, would it be any more disturbing than a bicycle or a mountain bike? I don't know. I have a hard time seeing that it'd be more disturbing than a mountain bike because they're quiet. They don't, it's not like you're got a two stroke Honda that you're just, you just rip the pipes out and now you're just blazing and blowing up everybody's ears. So I have a hard time seeing uh, that uh, the wildlife impact would be any different. Um, but they did uh, cite as speeds and increased mobility. But again, I think it comes down to preferences. People like to access their trail and they're used to seeing certain kinds of things on their trails. And then when they don't see those things anymore or they start to see something different, people start to get um, pretty huffy about those areas. Here's the issues that are coming up. Uh, there's an increasing number of conflicts and debates going on about trail access. Again, hikers and bike, mountain bikers and hikers are arguing with e-bikes whether they should be allowed or not. E-bikes are saying, we're just as quiet. We weigh just a few pounds more than a normal mountain bike. We should be allowed access. They are arguing about the safety and the speed concerns. Hikers, definitely, as well as equestrians, uh, they're arguing that the safety side, mountain bikes are often just as fast as e-bikes. But there's a battle that's going to start going on there more and more. And then inner, uh, the environmental impacts. And so these are things that are going to continue to pop up as e-bikes become more and more popular. Uh, you have the baby boomer generation. They're getting older and older. They're still going to want to access some of these trails. And e-bikes may be some of the best option. There are some three-wheeled e-bikes out there that are pretty interesting. Uh, and so some of these options are going to pop up more and more as you get an older aging population. But then it comes down to just everybody has an opportunity to access the wild the way they want it. And if you start regulating something, then you're going to have to regulate something else. And so it makes sense if they're self-propelled, then you have to categorize them as a motor because they have an electric motor that's powered by a battery. So... If you're talking about regulation and where do they fit in, they are self-propelled, the class twos and class threes. And so I guess it makes sense. If you want to access those trails without uh, changing bikes, I guess you should be able to just pull your battery. If you pull your battery and get rid of your battery, then I think that largely gets rid of the issue. But I guess, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? Do you guys have a, a an issue with e-bikes? I'm really comfortable with them. I don't think there's a problem. But that's just me. The only, I guess the only issue that I really have with e-bikes is uh, they're six grand and I don't have six grand. So that's really what's keeping me out of having an opinion is my wallet says no.